Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Hey everyone, it's Kelsey. And Jeff, and we are here to tell you a bit about our partner Anchor. We know that you're a fan of this podcast and maybe you thought, hey, I want to make a podcast too. Well, we have great news for you guys. We want to tell you all about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast for a few reasons, but to start out, it's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Plus, you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do it, you guys, and enjoy the show. I'm on a journey to get better, and I want to do it with you. And I'm not just focusing on physical health. I'm focusing on everything, emotional wellness, spirituality, finances, relationships, and so much more. Every week, it will be my personal goal to bring us, the world's leading healers, experts, and game changers, to share groundbreaking secrets and tips to getting better in all areas of life. Getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when we can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Manu. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Better Together. When you know better, you get better. I love Jeff dancing over there. I'm so excited <laughs> that just for today's made me show. Laugh. Uh, it is Tuesday, December 15th, 2020. Our quote of the day confidence is deciding you are unstoppable, not that you'll never fail. And that is from Tom 
Belieu. Did I say that right, Jeff? I think I like the accent you inflicted on it. I think it's more just like a Belieu. Belieu? Yes, but Bilyeu. maybe yours is actually more like culturally correct. We'll have to ask So then I said Belieu because of the pronunciation here. If it was Belieu, just do B-I-L-L-Y, right? Like Billy? And then Billy you. Ooh. Probably should have done that <laughs> next time. <laughs> These phonetics things are so hard sometimes. It's like... I'll, t- I'll take the fall on that one, though. Hilarious. Anyhow, uh, thank you for being with us yet again today. If uh, you are new to the show, generally we are uh, here to help you on your journey in life to get better in all areas, whether it's health or wealth or relationships and so much more. Uh, It also is um, a forum where we have kind of built our heel squad. So everyone's on this journey with us. So hello to our heel squad out there. We are healing here at this house, guys. So it has been... Oh my God, I was looking at the show yesterday and I'm like, wow, I look good. (laughs) The the thing is, Maria says that it makes me laugh because her quote unquote bad is still so good. No, guys, (laughs) I had like, but I knew and I didn't care because it was like, I'm in mommy dumb world. Like this Mm. is like, I I realized that (laughs) me equating the fact that I'm not like eating and sleeping and all of that right now um, to mommy dumb is helping me kind of cope and not look at myself as like a victim in any kind of way, you know, Um, and not being like, oh, woe is me, which I'm not going to do anyway. And I don't do. But um, but it gives you kind of perspective because we are on the road to having children. And I will be haggard and a mess at that point, probably too. But like I said yesterday, when new moms are saying, oh my God, I can't even, you know, brush my hair or whatever. I get it. Like, I get it. You know what though, Maria? I think... It would be a really interesting Patreon episode for you to do like the five minute emergency groom because like you really did pull it together yesterday based on the fact that you had hives and eczema and you really pulled it off. And I'm thinking of our female listeners who are moms with three kids who need to hop on that Zoom. You probably have some hacks for them. And I know, Maria, you already have like a fast, like you have a fast get ready schedule, right? Like even your full glam is pretty dang quick yeah so i, I mean i do this idea. in like six minutes right and then i'm so, out I, well you know today i actually slept last night good now i did get the intermittent like i get updates throughout the night on my mom and so you know the phone will buzz and i'll look and then i'll be like okay and then you know is there turning or sometimes i'll want to make sure if i hear her in pain then i'll go downstairs and make sure she knows i'm there and whatever but you know, because it's the worst when you're in pain and you, like, don't have somebody that you know to, like, say, I'm in pain. So, uh, but I did I did get the most sleep I've gotten in weeks, which was exciting. And so today is our free day. Like, we are COVID infectious free. So my parents are free to be in the house. Now, my mom is obviously in, you know, a hospital bed right now in the house, but... Um, we're hoping to get her into a chair today. But my dad is kind of like milling about, but we're still nervous. So he still has gloves and the mask on, but he's like <laughs> kind of running around. He like wants to go to work. And I'm like, no, you are not going to work. Like Kevin's like moving outdoor furniture and all this stuff. Cause like I said, you know, we've been moving back into the house and, and I go, you are not moving anything. You are not doing anything. I am not dealing with a hospital again. 
because you can regress again. Like, who knows? So, yeah. but um, he is looking cool in his new mohawk. Yeah, like Kevin <laughs> shaved his mohawk yesterday because he, I kept calling him Santa. <laughs> <laughs> it was because, so good because his beard was growing in the hospital and then his hair was starting to grow and everything's like white or silvery and i was like santa what am i getting for christmas <laughs> <laughs> your dad so, is cool though i will say to me he's like a cool greek he's like hip he's like efficient i would love i want to be costa when i grow up that's all me I'm too say. jeff me too i mean he is definitely one to uh to look up to for sure so as I, I made breakfast for my mom, like I have to make everybody their breakfast. So I made my dad this like super powerful smoothie and I threw in the aloe juice that you got yesterday. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom got the chia pudding. Thank you, Kelsey. Last night she made a bunch of chia puddings mm-hmm. and I made her um, like a warm prune juice and relax. And um, so I got everybody their stuff and I'm sitting down having my smoothie and we're talking with my dad and I look at the time and it's 8.20 guys, the show's live at nine. I'm in my robe still. And I was like, oh shit, <laughs> like, I'm getting ready. But, um, but yeah, my neighbor was funny. She texted me and she's so sweet. And she was like, I just heard what's going on. We went through it. What can I bring you? So this is somebody who's gone through it and gets it right. So she was like, what can I bring you? Do you need errands run? Do you need groceries run? So what we were talking about yesterday is when you really want to show up for somebody, you have to show the person that you actually mean it. So when I felt that she actually meant it, I took her up on it. I said, well, neighbor, do you have any sugar? Kidding. Do you have any pancake mix? Because I promised my mom pancakes and I don't have any pancake mix in the fr- in the cupboards. And so she comes right over with two boxes and some Aunt Jemima syrup and a, a beautiful candle. She's like, it's my favorite candle in the world. And she's like, I'm going to the store right now and I'm going to get you the entire vitamin regimen that my doctor put us on and just like an angel. So that's shout out to Regina. So High bar. Sweet. That's that's how you be. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. Good neighbor. I love that story. Yeah. I have great neighbors. I really do. And we've all been um, very, very close. And, you know, my neighbor, Sandy, brought over Thanksgiving dinner for Kevin, you know, that was the first day we were kind of like, you know, after my parents, my mom went to the hospital, but we have great neighbors and excuse me. So, but that is how you kind of show up for somebody because then, you know, you can really ask. Otherwise you don't feel like you can ask. Um, But I will say um, I had an idea for a Patreon episode. So I'm super excited about this. So if you think about what we have been doing here, right? Like energy is so important 
And I remember when my mom first got diagnosed, I was like, I'm not even going to expose her to like a mean, like Starbucks employee or something. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm using Starbucks because I would never go there. (laughs) (laughs) Only, only in a desperate moment, desperate, desperate. There's no Dunkin' anywhere in the world. But, um, anyhow, I, um, I wanted really good energy around her because it was really important. Same thing now, right? So, um, and you know that when I was really, really concerned on Sunday, I called our friend Chris in, I called Patty in, I called everyone I knew that are, you know, energy healers, you know, Reiki, anything that I was like, this is the moment we're in trouble. And it worked. And so what I would love to do for a Patreon episode, if you haven't become a Patreon member, this is the time to do it. Um, I say it every week. It's because we have incredible access that we can share with you. Um, and you can have these incredible experiences with these outstanding um, guests that we have on the show. So, for example, a Patty Penn who has been with me every step of the way in this journey, she has been my literal angel came over and did Reiki through me because we were outside the door of my mom's room for my mom. And my mom transformed. And I think uh, my friend Andre was sending her healing energy. Uh, my friend John Amaral. So, and, and they're all going to be here at some point and we're going to do even more work on her. But um, I would love to do a session for the sick. So if you are dealing with an ill family member and you're in that, like, you know, I, I can't handle this and, or I'm terrified or, um, my patient is, is in that like 911 moment, I want to do a session for those people because I think it's super powerful. It has helped. And I want to thank our Patreon members, because I'm pretty sure it was our Patreon members that started to do prayer groups for my mom. Yep. Yep. Um, That was really special, so thank you. But that stuff works. That is so important. Even me just hearing that, I felt like a load came off of me, like I didn't have to do it all myself, because you get tired of praying, too. You Like, I couldn't visualize anymore. I couldn't... Like I'm a super powerful like manifester and visualizer. If if your family member's sick and I, I mean I can really I can get in there, but when you're also not sleeping and you're eating and it's yours, it's like you can only do so much. You that's when you need other people. So everyone who stepped up and helped, Ashley, um, has been praying her aunts, her family nonstop, and I'm like it's working. It really is working. So I think that's our next patreon after we do the one with deirdre hade i want to do one for the sick and then anybody who needs it at any moment can go back and use it so we'll be there stored for you for your critical moment that is cool and like again i just want to shout out our patreon community maria right when we posted that update about canceling an event which a non-evolved group of people would say like this is bs we want our event but instead they were like of course, we understand. We're here for Maria immediately. Let's hop on this Zoom to pray for her. It's hard to talk about. I get emotional too. They're the best, the best. group of people. I mean, yeah. even after like 
our episode last week was just kind of short, simple. They immediately are jumping on, spreading so much love. and It's just insane. It's, and the people who have reached out wanting to send you flowers and this, and it's just like, it actually, yeah. It, it's it's beautiful. Really beautiful. Well, and even Bonnie Howard, I got a beautiful arrangement of flowers yesterday. And she said, hoping this brings you a little sunshine during a challenging time, just as you and your show have for me so many times. Damn. Sending you hugs of support and love. First of all, like, you can get flowers from people and they mean so much. But when someone from the show says, because this is our baby, all of our babies, right? We work so hard to do this show every day. And we care so much about helping you and all of us collectively, right? So when we see that it's impacted you like that, I mean, it means everything. So for Bonnie to send those flowers and to say, I'm hoping this helps you like you helped me. I was like, oh my God, she just, that was it. I just, it knocked me out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You guys talk it's while a, I like get all the snot out. No, and all the I, I, I mean, Kels, can you think of a better job as producers than this group? Like no. we could be producing gossip TV right now where everyone's <laughs> no. toxic and instead yeah. our audience prays for us. They're, pretty, pretty they're, cool. true, they're true <laughs> angels like and i feel like i'm friends with all of them like i have I a, a lot of their numbers they they'll tag oh and like, stephanie sent yeah. us beautiful masks i have them on my bathroom counter she, i forgot oh my gosh she asked me they're beautiful oh, steph they're like they're just all the freaking best humans ever guys we are one big hill squad family no. and i'm so grateful i couldn't have asked for a better a better thing to be born i know, I know. Agreed. Tam, agreed. The tears again. No, I mean, it's Maria, just... you're acting like it's been an emotional three weeks. What are you doing? Come on. <laughs> yeah, what's happening, Maria? No, it's yeah, but like, I feel like I found my purpose here. And I yeah. feel like, you know, it's it's such a beautiful group. And, um, and I hope you invite more people to it. Um, mm -hmm. Because I think, you know, we're all helping each other. Like even the post yesterday that we put on Instagram... And we asked for people to share how they showed up for people. I was reading through it. I haven't been able to respond and I apologize, but um, I was reading through it and it was so amazing. And, you know, you get so many great ideas from each other. We are better together. Um, so I think it's super cool. And I'll give you the update on my mom. So my mom um, really connected with her caretaker, Wendy, yesterday. And... You know, my mom is, it's funny, like, I, I didn't know if she remembered anything mm. that's been happening. I don't know how aware she is of everything that's happened. I don't know if she knows she has COVID. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know because she's not very communicative. Um, and so we had that window in the hospital where we started getting her going. And it was like, oh, okay, we're getting her brain moving and she's talking. And the doctors don't know, like, how much is it the brain tumor? How much of it is COVID? Um, by the way, remind me to text Dr. Rudnick so I can tell him that we're, Writing like, down. heading in the right direction here. Um, and so uh, yesterday, things started clicking. And she started being very chatty, which was amazing. And <laughs> this is so funny. So I go into the room, and uh, Wendy from uh 24-hour home care says your mom said she's taking me to greece <laughs> i go my head spun i go what and i'm like that's my mom and then my dad went into the room and kelsey's already laughing because she knows because she was here 
uh, my dad goes into the room and he comes out cracking up laughing. Okay. Now on Sunday, I mean, guys, it was awful, like awful. Like I didn't know if she was in a coma. Awful. She was really unresponsive. It was really horrible. So my dad comes out and he's laughing and he says, ha ha, mommy, she says nobody feeds her around here. I was crying. Yeah, she says, nobody they feeding her, Maria. And I go, oh my God, all I've been doing is being a cooking machine. And by the way, like gourmet, I'm pretty presentation. I'm like really trying to make it feel nice for you guys. He was dying. And I, I started laughing because, and I got excited because I was like, that's my mom. Now that's not my original mom. That's been my new mom since, you know, brain surgery where she's a little more diva. Um, and it's good. She needed some divaing. And she needed to diva up just like you. Yeah. And so I started <laughs> laughing and I was like, oh my God, this is so good. Kevin's celebrating. My dad's dying laughing. And so I went in there and I said, hey, do you have any like dinner requests that like I didn't fulfill? Like, what can we do for you, Miss Menunos? And, uh, and I said, do you want me to make you some like, um, Alyssa? Oh, my best friend was like, give the woman some ice cream. I go, mom, do you want some ice cream? She goes, not now. I said, all right, do you want me to make you some jello maybe? And she goes, I had some last week. She remembered that at Cedars, because I did her dinner menus every night, I gave her jello. So the fact that she remembers, and she remembered Chris, her nurse, mm-hmm. I was like, interesting. Because when someone's not talking much, you just think, how much do they know? You don't know. So I made her a big thing of jello last night. She will get it today. And I she, promised her some pancakes today. And she also, this was a great part too. She requested falafel. Yeah. So I had to make her falafel last night. We didn't think she could chew. So, so I've been pureeing right. soups. Like if I get like a chicken noodle soup, I've been pureeing it. Um, you know, she's barely like been, you know, whatever. So definitely wasn't going to give her anything to chew. But she wanted falafels last night. So I gave her some mashed potatoes and falafel and she had a little bit of it. Um, and so, yeah, it's been wild, like to see such a complete turnaround. And I know Patty was such a huge, huge part of that. And then I don't want to take anything away from Andre and John, who were also sending so much. And, um, Andre has a very special connection with my mom too. So it was like the collection of everybody. And then, like I said, I can't say enough, the person who's taking care of them, is everything. Wendy showed up yesterday with a mantra book. She's like, is it okay if I read from the mantra book? We're like, I didn't even speak. My jaw dropped and Kevin was like, yes, yes, it's okay. And I'm like, (laughs) and so she's like, I'm going to bring my crystals tomorrow. I'm like, yes, yes, bring the crystals. And so you need people to engage. You need them to feel loved and they need to feel safe. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days, and I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor, and it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios, and then I got addicted, and now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier 
kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. And my mom feels that and that's what's happening now. Like things are turning around. Um, so I'm very encouraged. I've had to throw her no sugar, you know, diet out the window. And so, um, at the end of the day, the now is the most important thing because I need her to be comfortable and happy now so that we can get to the later. Mm -hmm. And, um, we have the Optune. I also just got this Weber laser, um, helmet that, um, the two of us will actually use so that I can shrink what's left in there and she can shrink what she has. So the two of us will be like, you know, with our, our little helmets, um, courtesy of Jennifer at Baja Medgate in Mexico. Um, she put this whole program together that we can do at home because we can't go to Mexico to do it. Um, and it requires like, we'll probably have her on the show at some point, but they've shrunk even benign brain tumors with this combination of like a riboflavin, um, and then their inhalants, like, uh, some other vitamin as an inhalant through a nebulizer and then the helmet. So wow. I'm going to be the kidney peg guys. And if it works, I will shout it from the rooftops. So, um, that is where we are. Oh, and then, so, um, without sharing too much, like Sunday was maybe the most, the worst day maybe ever other than like, you know, finding out she was rushed to the hospital. And I'm having to keep my dad calm because my dad is like a very sensitive creature. And, you know, he he gives up so fast. He thinks it's over. Like he just, you know, my dad, we have to be patient. And the thing I keep saying to my mom is we're going to get better every minute of every day. Mom, every minute of every day we're getting better and better. We're learning our way. We're getting stronger. We're filling you with nutrition. We're getting better every minute of every day. And that's like my mantra. So... Yesterday, I said to her, I said, hey, I said, you got you to gotta get strong and you got to hang on. You got grandchildren coming and they might even be showing up, you know, well, they're definitely showing up next year. I was going to say around a certain time, but I won't share yet because I don't want to. Anyway, um, but I was like, they started medication on her yesterday. And, um, and I said, Alyssa said that my best friend that we need to put them in stockings when they're born. And I said, this is what I was telling her this morning now too. Like last night she was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah. So I said, we're going to put them in stockings and take their picture for Christmas. And I wrote, I go, mom, I'm going to write asshole number one on the one stocking and asshole number two on the other stocking. (laughs) And she's, she literally started laughing and smiling. And I go, okay, okay. Alyssa didn't like that. I go, so we'll do diva number one and diva number two. And then, um, and then I said like a Greek swear word and she started dying laughing. And, um, I said, are you excited? And she goes, I'm very excited. And I was like, okay, mom. So I know this. And Patty told me when Patty tuned into her into the hospital, she's like, she is negotiating with me. She wants grandchildren. And I said, well, I'm giving them to her. It's happening. She's like, you need to show her paperwork. You need to tell her it's really happening. I was like, okay. And so she is hanging on for this yeah. and she will. And it's, uh, 
it's exciting to see um, such incredible progress and so quickly. And it just reminds me, and I have to share with you guys, you have to believe and you have to, um, you have to hang in and have patience. Um, that is the biggest, biggest thing is you have to have patience and you can't give up. Um, and you need all of your angels, you know, in human form and, you know, in the, in the other form as well. And every night I'm like angels, I'm calling them like, okay, here's what we need tonight. This is what we need. And I'm like, we need X, Y, and Z to happen. And then, you know, I pray and, and also, like I said, you need the, the ones in human form, whether it's the caregiver, like Wendy and Kirby, who are amazing or, um, or the Patties and the Andres and the Johns. And so, um, I can't wait to do that Patreon episode. I think it's going to be really powerful. Me too. And I also wanted to add, Maria, I think something that you're really good at is not going to the negative, right? Like we talked yesterday about that mantra that I am that I am. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I am a healthy daughter of two healthy parents, right? So Mm -hmm. it's like repeating that, manifesting that, really believing that Mm -hmm. really, it really works. Like it really works. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, I know that Tom and Lisa are big on that too, and I can't wait to chat with them. It's going to be with just a great week of shows even today and this week. So what a great transition, excited. Jeff. Thank you. Beautiful, Was Jeff. that like Jeff goading me being like, <laughs> let's get to the interview, Maria? <laughs> Jeff, what if I want to keep talking? You're not the I'll boss of me, Jeff. <laughs> okay. Um, I was going to transition to Tom and Lisa. I stole um, your thunder. Okay, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, that was good. Um just fun to laugh. So if I have to <laughs> laugh at your expense and mess with you a little bit, I'm going to do it. So I'll take it. Tom Bilyeu co-founded Quest Nutrition in 2010 alongside his wife, Lisa. Uh, the company committed to creating food that tastes good and is good for you. It grew by 57,000% in its first three years. It was ranked number two on the Inc. 500 fastest growing companies in the U.S. in 2014, Since then, Tom and Lisa have started a media company called Impact Theory, dedicated to featuring the world's most enlightening thought leaders in compelling conversations. And he and Lisa are joining me today to talk about how they built two powerhouse companies together as a team. Clearly, they're better together as well. How are you guys? Doing good. How about you? I'm 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 better today. I'm better today. It's been uh, it's been a journey. I bet. Yeah, I can't even imagine. My heart goes out to you and the family. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I think we're you for still showing up at such a hard time. Yeah. I mean, there have been some moments. Like yesterday, my husband was on deck. I'm like, I she's in pain. I need to figure out what I'm giving her and I need to get on the phone with doctors. So you might have to jump in the, the captain's chair. And so, you know, we're just kinda we're figuring it out. Um, I think that we're used to handling a lot. And so for us, this is all almost normal i mean this is extreme so yes like this is pretty pretty rough but we definitely have had to operate in a lot of challenging times so we're it's a familiar territory maybe is what i should say i want it to be unfamiliar for a while like in 2021 i really don't want to feel any of this for like a long time like let's have some like great coasting but um you know, you guys are are just kind of like me and Kevin. Like, we've been a team forever. I don't know how long you guys have been together, but Kevin and I have been together, I think, 22 years. And we've worked together and um, 
and done that whole thing. And so how is it for you guys? And how long have you been together? We've been together for 20 years. Wow. Yeah, it's been amazing. Well, because Tom, uh, you picked a, a Greek girl. So duh, it worked out. You were smart. You joke, but I've actually said like, hey, man, pick yourself a good Greek girl. And it goes a long way. This girl was raised right. Kevin so, says yeah. the same thing. So where do you guys live? Los Angeles. Oh, my God. No way. Yeah, okay. so we live in L.A. I'm from London with the Greek family from Cyprus, met him in Los Angeles. And uh, yeah, we thought it was a summer of romance and it ended up being a 20 year um, relationship and 18 years we've been married. That's so funny. My dad served in the Greek army in Cyprus. Oh my God. Yeah, he loves Cyprus. And so, um, okay, when like life calms down, we will all have to get together. Um, (laughs) but 20 years. And so you guys just founded this company like five years ago. How the heck did quest show up five years ago, become a billion dollar company. And like, now I I can't wrap my head around it. So quest, we started in 2010 and in five years, we went from not existing to being valued over a billion dollars. And it really was, you know, as much as I hate to think in life that timing matters, timing matters. And we understood a couple things a little bit earlier than most people. And that had a huge knock-on effect. And one of the things we understood was social media that, you know, before it was called social media, we, as a reaction to the way that we had done our previous business, which was really just by the book, chasing money, trying to be slick marketers, um, wanted to do something that we would now say is community-based. You know, we didn't have all this language back then, but I kept saying, you know, I, I want to uplift people and I want to bring people together and, you know, finding a way to make the marketing in and of itself value add. So that even if you never bought our product, that consuming our marketing would make your life better. And that desire, right as social media becomes a thing, helped us explode because it became about building community and trying to give value to people rather than trying to extract value. Wow. I love that. That's what we talk about here all the time. We're here to add value and and help people. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. People in their lives. So we're always, um, we have these tips of the day on the gas pumps. So we're on like 8 million or 8 million eyeballs a day are getting our tips of the day. So I'm like, you're pumping your gas and I want you to learn something that you can apply in your life. And that, is it 15 seconds? Yep. Yeah. And that 15 seconds Mm -hmm. so that you can, you know, go off into your day and now you've got one little nugget, one little tool. So, yeah. So you started with 
the bars, right? Did you work with the WWE at all? Not at Quest, but this woman since then has well, uh, interviewed several of the people. Yeah, so we um, left Quest in 2000, when was it, 16? Yep. Um, and then we transitioned and started building Impact Theory um, because our background is actually filmmaking. And so that was part of how do we get back to the roots of our, you know, our goal. And we had noticed over time that empowering content Obviously, you can speak more eloquently to it, but empowering content was f- a great fuel. So we had the art that I just loved and then the meaning and the mission behind it. So because of the success of Quest, um, as you know, Maria, health is everything. Mm-hmm. So no matter how much success you have, if you don't have your health, you don't have the right mindset. If you're depressed, if you have anxiety, crippling anxiety, you can't get out of bed. It doesn't matter how much money you actually have. And for us to really help people, the mind was extremely powerful. And you have people like my mom, who was in her 70s and still morbidly obese, even though we had the finances to kind of pay, like, to get healthy. And we started to realize it was about the mind. Like, my mom would turn around and say, I can't lose the weight. Diets don't work for me. And it just goes back to anyone's goal. It all starts with how do you think about it? Mm -hmm. And so the mission for impact theory is like, well, what's the point of having financial success if we're not actually doing the thing that we really love? And when we transitioned, I'd had massive health issues for, I've still been suffering for the last four years. Um, And that was also a catalyst to, okay, I'm, I'm really sick. How the hell do we help ourselves? Like, how do we help? And Tom was doing so much research behind the scenes initially at Quest and then through Impact Theory, he's like, I just want to talk to these doctors. I need to ask them questions. So we're like, well, we have the you know financial um, means and we're building a studio. Why don't we build a health show where you can sit and talk to these people? So that was kind of like the stepping stones of how we um, really took our, you know, our desires and well, originally you were asking about the WWE. Sorry, thank right? you. Yeah, I was like, how can I, how can I get to this? <laughs> I was like, she's going to bring it there. She's going to get it there. <laughs> no, 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 don't worry. I'm just curious because I, I was like, did I meet you guys there or something? I felt like there was something there. but or I have interviewed a lot of the WWE females. Maybe I'm that's really why. A lot of the women. Okay. So Eve Torres, Lillian Garcia. Yeah. Um, and that, yeah, so I have a show that where I interview. Okay, that. maybe that's why. Got it. So. <laughs> so you said that you were very ill and do you feel like that was that the impetus for kind of this company? That, that would be um, misleading, yeah. but her illness. So she struggled tremendously with gut issues mm. and that has informed a lot of what we do. Uh, but originally it really was just around whether you're suffering from something physical or something mental Um, We wanted to help people with that. So the real impetus was uh, going back when I was like 19 years old, I big brothered for this kid in South Central Los Angeles um, who was adopted and just really had a brutal upbringing. And that planted a seed in my mind. I was too young and too stupid to really help him, but I ended up big brothering for him for about eight years. And flash forward 15 years later and at Quest, we had about 3,000 employees and about 1,000 of them reminded me of this kid. And I thought, you know, I was, I was able to show him that somebody loved him and I, I will forever be grateful for that. But I, I didn't know enough to help him escape what is a terrifying fact about growing up in America now, which is that your zip code 
is the most predictive thing of your future success. And realizing, okay, I have a thousand people before me who are struggling with that same thing, where their zip code is going to determine where they go. And some of them were far more intelligent than I was. And I just thought, I, I can't live in that world. So what would I need to do to help them have the kind of trajectory that I had had? Because no one taught me to be an entrepreneur. I, I have no entrepreneurial instincts by birth. I am definitely somebody who had to fail a lot, make a lot of mistakes, embarrass myself endlessly and cobble together a set of skills that would allow me to be successful. So I thought, okay, this is teachable. And so we created what we called Quest University and found that that impacted about 2% of the people. And that's amazing and it's life-changing. And if you think like, you know, as long as I help one person, that's enough, then that would have been enough. But for us, we're obsessed with scale. And so we just, we were so haunted by what about the other 98%? And so in asking the question, no BS, what would it take to give an empowering mindset to people that are even antagonistic to growth and change because humans fear change so much. And we realized that it came back to storytelling. So from that, when we decided that we were going to exit quest, you know, we had had the kind of financial win where we could literally build a studio. So we said, we're going to build the next Disney with the sole aim of influencing culture and giving people at scale the growth mindset. And so we're going to tell one kind of story over and over and over from a thousand different angles, where at the end of the TV show, the movie, the comic book, the whatever, you feel like you're capable of more than you did at the beginning. And so that was really the genesis. That's so cool. I, um, I, I love your mission and I feel like, um, you know, what you're doing is you're, you're combining what you love, um, and your passion and your missions kind of all together. So tell me a little bit about, um, the content itself. So how do you execute that? How does, how does the message get through the content and what have you seen results wise? Yeah, so we've got basically different stages in our company that we like to think of as getting people a certain part of their lives because everyone's in a, you know, a different, um, they're either just starting out on the journey or they're deep into it or mm -hmm. they're, you know, renewing the way they think. And so we've got these different divisions and it really does start with when they're young. So the age of imprint between 11 and 15, it's the, the, the time where, you know, movies, 80s movies were my jam, like they get a karate kid and things like that, you know, for him as well. And so we learned through movies and television, like these, these ways of thinking. And because we love film, we were like, and he had read so much about the age of imprint. He was like, we need to start focusing on a younger generation, mm -hmm. because even now the uh, the, the content I do and the content he does, it's almost, it's unwiring, right? It's unwiring the belief systems yes. that have held them back. That's what we're doing but, here every day. Un exactly. uh, we're re-raising ourselves is what I say. I like that. I like that. Now, how, what if we were able to get to the younger generation before they had to then rewire or change the way that they think? So we go, it's through entertainment. It's through comic books, movies, like you said. And even behind me, like I have our comic books that we've done with female, you know, badass females. And it's all underlying with mindset. So that's when they're kids. Then we think of our studio with our um, the current stuff that we do, our podcasts, our shows, our health show that he hosts. All of these things are getting people um, kind of where they are now, hoping to get people to, you know, appeal to 
either a certain thought leader or a certain mindset and through discussions like this, helping people, you know, shift their mindset. Um, and then we have our Impact Theory University, which hopefully is a graduation process. And the university is hard skills. It's he teaches. It's like, if you want a growth mindset, if you want to achieve something, this is how you have to think. And these are the steps. So we've kind of spent the last four years since we exited Quest, you're really building this out so that it's universal to no matter who it touches. That's great. So Tom, if someone, uh, if someone wants to get a taste of what that university is like, what is it like? <laughs> what would you, what would you say to someone right now? So the key thing is to understand there's a, a neuroscientist named David Eagleman, and he gave me the insight that really shifted my life, which is whether or not I'm obsessed with the movie, the matrix, whether or not this is actually a simulation is irrelevant because your brain is creating a simulation for you every day, all the time around the clock. He said, think of this light never touches your brain. It is encased in total darkness. Sound never reaches it. All it gets are electrical and chemical signals that it then interprets and creates a world. So all this stuff that you feel like it is 100% happening out there. He said it is it is happening entirely in your mind. Well, and he gives all these examples of ways where you can break something that happens in somebody's mind. Like there is a part of the brain that you can damage. As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Where people can no longer see motion, but everything else is the same. There's a part of the brain. So you would literally see in like still images. It's crazy. There's a part of the brain that you can damage where the person is completely normal. You can give them a battery of tests, IQ tests, everything, but they don't have emotion. And because they don't have emotion, they can't make a decision. So the, the guy that was doing this research had met this guy and he'd suffered a tumor, a stroke of some kind. I can't remember what exactly happened. And he said, I'd given him all these tests and given up. I was like, this guy's completely normal, but he's come to me saying that his life has fallen apart. And he said, finally, I said, hey, let's go get lunch. What do you want to eat? And he said, for 30 minutes, the guy was going on, well, we could get chicken. It has these advantages. We could get fish. It has these advantages. And he can explain it. But because he didn't have a feeling about anything, he, he could not decide. And his life had become completely paralyzed. Mm -hmm. So when you realize that your brain is broken into all these weird little things that happen to be working properly, but the moment one of them gets mm -hmm. off. So take your negative voice. Your negative voice serves you, but only to a point. And the moment that negative voice becomes pathological, now the name of the game isn't what is objectively true. The name of the game is, are you thinking in a way that lets you move forward? So my obsession is exactly this, to get people to understand what I call the only belief that matters. The only belief that matters is 
the human animal is designed to grow and adapt. And once you understand, it's okay to be hopelessly average. That, that's your default setting. A horse <laughs> comes pre-programmed. It runs, it jumps, it does all the things that a horse could do, but humans don't. For years, you have to be fed, protected, mm-hmm. carried around. I mean, it's crazy. We can't even hold our own heads up when we're born. Well, that's why so, they say if you're not growing, you're dying. Very well said. So our goal is to get people to understand you're an average human, but you're designed to grow. And the way that you grow is by putting energy and effort into acquiring skills. That's it. The, the university is literally get that idea and then show people how to grow. Whoa. Hold on. You have to say that like 18 more times. <laughs> I spent my entire life saying this, this the exact thing. The only thing, so thing that matters is taking the energy. What was it? If you apply energy and effort to getting better, you will actually gain new skills. Okay. That is our social post, FYI. Um, now, we really mess you up because this is the part, because people can get on board with that. Where they fall down is the next thing, which is skills have utility. So my favorite way of explaining that is with a Kobe Bryant quote. And he said, booze don't block dunks. Meaning you can get so good at basketball, even though the other team desperately wants you to lose, even though there's millions of dollars riding on them stopping you, they can't actually stop you. So now imagine you want to be the greatest parent of all time. You can actually get so good at that, that despite the world's best efforts to completely derail you, your children, you can keep them on course. Being a great teacher, same thing. Being a project manager, a marketer, a filmmaker, whatever. Like you can actually get so good at that. And if I can pull you into this for a second, you and your husband have become so good at weathering a crisis that even in a crisis, you're able to function. Mm. And all of us, all of us have that ability. Now it's just a question of, do you recognize that putting that energy and effort into those skills actually matters? <laughs> Did you hear that computer? That's hilarious. It was like the button of what you my said. Mic drop. Um, that was your, your mic drop. So here's the thing that's fascinating to me is if you're not growing, you're dying. And so I would ask you, Tom, is the, is the main source of people's pain their lack of understanding that, right? Because if you think about it, there's there are people who don't even know that, you know, there's other skills to acquire. They do their, their day, they go to their job, they do their job, they punch in, they punch out, they go sit on their couch, they watch TV, they have their dinner, they start all over again, right? And they're stuck with the same peers, they complain about the same shit every day um, and they're in that kind of cycle. And so like, like I know, because sometimes I'll pop into those people's cycles and I'll bring in like all this light and all these ideas and Hey, you should think about this and you should, and they're so resistant and they're so like, they actually are allergic to it because they're like, wait, what, what, what? So I wonder if the source or a source of their pain is is their lack of growth and their ability to see that growth is vital for them to break out of that kind of misery and that pain and that, you know, mundane kind of monotony. That, that is one of the foundational um, pillars to understand is that progress is required for um, Tony Robbins will round it to happiness. I'll Mm -hmm. round it to fulfillment. So if you, 
it's what I call the physics of being human. So there, there are certain things, despite this being a simulation, meaning your brain is creating it. Uh, there are certain things that the brain universally does, no matter who you are, no matter where you're born, doesn't matter. There are just certain things that the brain does. So science would indicate that we are about 50% hardwired. So we're not blank slates, but we're 50% malleable. Where I think people encounter the most pain and suffering is when they're out of alignment with the 50% that is unchangeable. So for instance, one is exactly what you just said, that you will never be fulfilled unless you're turning potential into skill set. To pro progress in your life is something that nature is, is pushing at you to do in the same way that it pushes you to eat or to drink. You just, you have to do it. And if you think of us as evolutionary creatures, you realize for us to have survived, there had to be these things pushing us to take these tremendous risks. I mean, there was a time where childbirth was the single most dangerous thing that a woman could do. Going outside and foraging for food or hunting was extraordinarily dangerous. So there had to be something like pushing us. So when you think about how much people love their children and that overwhelming or how pleasurable sex is, it's like there are all these things that nature has worked in to make sure you do the things that you need to do to survive long enough to have children that survive. And one of them is the pursuit of fulfillment, to do hard things that progress you in your life and serve not only yourself, but the group. And there's a whole bunch more, but that's such an astute one. Wow. Guys. Jeff, I'm incredible. Kelsey, I, I, it's so funny because <laughs> it's so funny because my pre with you guys, I feel like we talked about, I just love the wealth of knowledge that both of you offer. And it is evidence that you can't be satisfied to be stagnant. You know, you two built a huge company. You could have exited and moved to Malibu and just lived in a home on the water, but you chose, what if we created this like betterment institution? And what I'm hearing from you both, and what I, it's kind of a breakthrough for me, is that's not just beneficial, but it's essential. It's essential to living a fulfilling and satisfying life. Yeah, you're on to the physics of being human. So another one is meaning and, and purpose. Mm -hmm. And what Lisa and I realized when we were exiting Quest was like, yo, we, this was a win. Like, holy cow. We never have to think about money again. You know, we could buy an island and retire and sit my ties for the rest of our lives. But we were so hyper aware that without meaning and purpose, it's a downward spiral. And what I always ask people is how many billionaires have to commit suicide before you realize that money does not meet those needs, right? Going back to the physics of being a human, you have these emotional um, needs. You're being compelled to do certain things. And one of the things that you're compelled to do at all times, no matter how much success you have, no matter how low you are, the thing you're being compelled to do is to contribute to not only yourself, but to the group. Now you need to contribute to yourself. So people should not be weird about doing things that they love and they're excited about, but they should also understand that if you just do things that you love and are excited about, there will still be an emptiness, a sense of loss and lack in your life if you're not doing things that help other people. And so we just knew that, like, e even if it would be fun for a brief period of time to just sit on the beach and drink, it's we knew that we would end up being haunted by the sense of my life could be more. Mm -hmm. And so we didn't even take a day off. Our last day at Quest was a Monday. Our first day of Impact Theory was Tuesday. And that, that's just recognizing, one, you can structure your life in such a way that you love what you do. So even that mad scramble is joyful. Two, there's always overhead. <laughs> there's things that you're not going to like. But for the most part, that you can enjoy the struggle. 
Um, and then we just knew from a meaning and purpose perspective, nothing would ever make us feel better than to fight really hard for something that we believe in. And we'd gotten there because we'd lived, you know, he was chasing money for eight years because we thought, oh, let's earn enough money to make our own movie should be easy. So he spent eight years miserable. I saw his personality literally disappear. So the man, the spirit, the energy that you see now, it had gone because he was so focused on money and for me I had ended up staying at home for eight years I had no plans to be a stay-at-home wife but I'd slipped in with my Greek background and the tradition I slipped into being a traditional housewife so while we had a plan it's going to be one year we're just going to go out and do this it turns into eight years and so he's lived a life where he didn't have fulfillment he didn't have a passion and I lived like going back to what you were saying Maria earlier is I call it the the purgatory of the mundane Mm. where your life is mundane enough that you just end up living in purgatory Mm -hmm. and the people that I hear with these massive successes it's usually they've hit rock bottom they've had massive you know something shaken them away but what about the people that are in this purgatory and they don't realize it they don't realize there's another way of thinking that um, they can change their lives but because we had both had those moments of not moments years and years and years of being in a life that didn't give us fulfillment didn't give us this passion once we started to recognize it and realize it was in our control that's why when quest we left quest the next day we knew what we were driven towards we knew what was going to give us that passion so while being on a beach and sipping my ties would be fun it's like we would get so freaking bored because that doesn't bring you fulfillment and long-term passion yeah i wonder how did you guys recognize i mean if it was years where you were in that purgatory what was the moment that helped you shift and realize ah we need to we need to think about the physics of being human i'll credit to lisa on this one so i had become profoundly unhappy and she finally said look like this is now damaging our marriage you are chasing money and you've lost your personality and i want to see you happy again so what what does that look like and her asking that question was really quite powerful and ironically we were literally about to move to greece i wanted to finish learning the greek language so i i speak very little but uh, I was just to about really... to say Milas. That was really good. That was like you had an accent too. Well, the bad news is my accent is Cypriot because my wife is <laughs> Cypriot. So the it's... Greeks can't okay. understand him, but the Cypriots can. Yeah, it's for okay. people that don't know the Greek language, it's kind of like having a deep Southern accent. Oh, so, that's so funny. Uh, I, I'm an American who's trying to sound southern basically um so yeah that that moment of reflection where it was like you know my life would be ideal if we cut our expenses to basically nothing move to some small little um town in greece i can learn the greek language our expenses will be you know very very low and all right and that would be that and as it turned out to do that i had to go in and quit and so at that point, I had about $2 million worth of equity in the company. I gave it back to my partners and said, you know, look, I'm not going to cross the finish line. So I don't think I should get anything for this. This was um, another company I, you were a part of? Yeah. It's a company called Awareness Technologies. And uh, I just want to uh, feel alive again. And that became the mantra, to feel alive again. And what would that look like? And then irony of ironies, my partners were like, we actually feel the same. And so what would it look like for us to keep working together? And then the answer to that question ended up being Quest Nutrition, which 
we were finally saying, we're not going to chase money anymore. This is going to be all about value creation. And of course, in now focusing entirely on value creation, we ended up building a billion dollar business. It was hilarious. So it's the- You guys went from, okay, we're going to shut it down. We're going to live on like ramen, the Greek version of ramen noodles, basically in Greece and just do something that's going to feed my soul because I think that's what writing was going to do for you. And then you asked better questions, right? Like Tony Robbins has taught us, like ask better questions. And those better questions led you to a billion dollar company. That's insane. That's amazing. For me, I was just supporting him as the traditional Greek wife. So I had no desire or even realized what I was capable of or really thought much of myself. So when he started Quest, I'd always supported him. So he's like, okay, now we need one more year. We're going to start this new company. And I was just like, cool, babe, I've got your back. You know, what do we have to do? And he's like, the house is going to be on the line. So if that, if Quest fails, we lose our house. But I could see that he was, um, he was driven. He had the passion again. So as a traditional Greek wife, I was like, great, I support you. So he was like, oh, hey, you need to help out because we have to exit this other company. And in the helping out, um, I was shipping bars from our living room floor. And over two years, because we grew so quickly, I ended up building our fulfillment center where we were shipping $80 million of inventory and I had 40 employees underneath me. And for me, it was doing the hard thing. I I literally went in going, supporting my husband, good Greek wife, I'm supporting my husband. And... As time went on, I started to realize I'm getting satisfaction out out of this, going back to what we were talking about earlier about learning and growing. Mm -hmm. Like I was falling on my face time and time again. I had no experience, but it was the fact that I could pick myself back up. And because I had the fear of losing the house and letting my husband down, it fueled me so much. The fear of that overpowered the fear of, Lisa, you don't know what you're doing. And so that introduced me to a different life, a different way of thinking, making me realize, actually, I don't think I want the traditional Greek family. Um, And then what does that look like as a couple? But that's how I broke out of it. Um, And I really do worry about where, how do we help the people that are in the purgatory, the mundane, that don't have a situation like mine? I really do think back to what if Quest never happened? Would I have now four children with living a life that I personally didn't want, because that's the key, right? If you want to be a stay-at-home wife with four children, I think that's amazing. But what about the life that you don't choose? Um, I had Quest, but, you know, the, how do we break people of that? I am so inspired by your story, guys. I think it's it's really incredible to see, um, you know, it's it's relatable, right? Um, and then it's inspiring because you guys, you figured it out. You pulled yourselves up by your bootstraps, you figured it out and now you're helping other people. And so I think, um, I think it's, it's inspiring. It's exciting. And I think we have dual missions, which is so cool. And, um, who knows, maybe there's more we'll do together at some point, but, um, I think, uh, I think the takeaway for everybody today is that, you know, you need to keep growing. And, and, and like you said, you have to keep feeding yourself. Um, and, and without that, you will be in that purgatory and in that misery. Um, and so I guess for people who want to, to be a part of your programs and learn more, where would they go? 
Well, for me, Impact Theory University is the most direct way. I teach the classes myself. Um, and then this woman is a social monster. So I have an interview show, Women of Impact. Our girl, Evie, was on it a couple of times. Um, but yeah, that's really... Evie Pomporis? Yeah. Oh, I love Evie. She's a very, yeah. Listen, Greek girls very... stick together. Evie was amazing. When my mom and dad, <clears throat> excuse me, when she found out that they were sick with COVID, she was like, I'm getting on a plane. She's like, that's too much for you to handle by yourself. She's like, I'm coming out there. I'm not afraid. I'm going to come help you. And I was like, just like so shocked because obviously it's a scary thing. Everyone's terrified to get COVID. No one's, but she's the one who runs into the fire, yeah. right? She's the one who in 9-11 is like, everyone's terrified. I'm running. I'm, I'm going to it. Um, so as I say this, I realize that, but Greek girls are powerful. And so I'm glad to know you, Lisa. And we'll, we'll be, we'll be a little Greek posse too. So. Yeah. And I do just want to thank you. You know, the times where I was the eight years of staying at home, I would sit home and my excitement was watching E every day. And um, so I would watch you on TV as I was a stay at home wife. And I remember thinking about, like, first of all, like, oh my God, she's Greek. Like the fact, <laughs> I, you know, like to break me out of the, the thought that Greek women are stay at home and that was that. And seeing you, this, you know, powerhouse Greek woman was so... Um, it, it really did keep me going, I think. I was like, in a sense, living vicariously through you. Um, but uh, so, yeah, I just want to personally thank you for showing ways, I think, yeah, for showing what is possible. Oh, thank you so much. That's so kind. Um, yeah, we always, I anytime I saw someone Greek su succeeding, like John Stamos was like, oh my God, if he can do it, <laughs> I can do it. Okay, cool. Greek person's on TV. That's awesome. So I, I understand the feeling, you know, it's, um, it, it helps you see that it's possible. So, um, guys, this was really awesome. I'm really excited that we got to chat today. And I think, uh, I think it's, it's really helpful for people to understand even just that concept that alone unlocks so much for people. Um, and so it's like the nutrition for the brain growth. Boom. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Nice. I love it. Um, well, thank you guys. I think we'll probably have to have another conversation at some point because I know there's a lot more you guys have to offer, um, but I know you have a heart out right now. And so thank you so much. If you guys want more information on Impact Theory, you can find their programming on YouTube at uh, youtube.com backslash Impact Theory. I think they just pop Impact Theory in there, but um, this is the official, I guess. Um, very official. Very official. <laughs> so anyhow, thank you guys. Kalimera. Take care. Yes. Yes. They're so cool. I love that. That was amazing. Oh my gosh. I'm obsessed with them. But you know, like sometimes like things are so heavy and so complicated, right? There's a lot that goes on in our episodes. We're learning so much from people. That was just like, one massive yep. nugget Yep, that's just so important. And I think like we've gotten it before, but it, we've gotten it alongside like a thousand other things in an episode. I agree. So I really love the way he explained that um, and how key it is for our lives. Mm -hmm. And um, the progress is required for fulfill for fulfillment. Mm -hmm. It's just like, it's easy. It's like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's I always had that. Tony's always said progress equals happiness. Mm -hmm. Um, but this hit me in a different way today. Same, 
Same. Right. Because we're hearing that with Tony in the middle of like so many other nuggets. Right. Right. And so mm-hmm. I've grabbed so many nuggets, but that nugget never really quite got in there. Yep. Um, I know it instinctively. That's why we do the show every day. For right. me, it's like growing and learning. I'm a, like addicted to learning. Same. And mm-hmm. so, and I always have been. Um, and so. I, think, I yeah. think for me, what was so sharp about the way he framed it was that I agree. We all kind of know that progress mm-hmm. leads to happiness. And of course, I'm not undermining Tony Robbins. He is the self-help king. But what I loved about the way this was framed was it was sort of like, Progress is essential for our survival. Progress is evolutionary. Yes. Progress is the thing that keeps our brain going forward in life. Mm-hmm. And I just think the way that was framed was so important because it's not like it's an option. It has it is essential for our survival. When you look at two people who, like he said, could buy an island, who demanded that the next day they continue to push, that is an example of how for each and every one of us, we need to take stock of our lives right now and know that the hard thing is the good thing. The hard mm-hmm. thing is the thing that's going to give us fulfillment. So I think they are incredible. I can't wait to do more with them. And there's definitely more down the road. Oh, so, so stay tuned, guys. So guys, important question. Does that mean, Jeff, you're never taking a vacation now? Because you know that, <laughs> like, listen, like, seriously, like, progress equals happiness. So every day you get a progress. You every get a, day. You got a progress every day. You can't be on a on an island sipping a martini. So I guess no vacations for Jeff, right? Thank you, <laughs> Kelsey, we blew it. I should not we have said that. We blew it. We blew it. <laughs> you guys screwed yourselves. No vacations Yikes. with these guests. That's it's right. It's over, Rover. It's over. Um, I have to say, too, Maria, just last thing, another thing that Tony he preaches that like you said i it's always i'm like yeah okay that makes sense but they just said it differently and it really hit was that you're never going to be fulfilled even if you're doing something you love until you give back Mm -hmm. then that's when you're fulfilled and tony always says that but i don't know just the way he said it everybody by the way that's why Kevin gets mad at me sometimes. Yeah. He's like, you know, I say all the same stuff and you go to Tony and like, oh, he said it and it's amazing. And I'm like, yeah, because he, he, I connect with him. And so there's always going to be, and that's what's great about this show. We have different guests who are going to reach you. If one doesn't reach you today, the next one will reach you tomorrow. Like, mm-hmm. and, and there might be one thing you get today and 10 things you get tomorrow. Who knows? Like Dr. Rao got me. Am I feeding the wolf? Am I feeding the dog? And good thing, bad thing, who knows? And it came at the critical time where I started to, you know, utilize it and implement it into my life. So it's like, I always say, you got to take these tools, like instead of maybe calling them tools, call them little weights and start building that muscle by applying it and applying it and applying it and applying it. And then all of a sudden you see a bulging muscle and you're like, okay, it's there. Then we'll grab another one and we'll do this one and then we'll do our triceps and then we'll do our lats, but, um, and our obliques, (laughs) but, um, but that's the thing is you never know who's going to connect with you on what, right? It's like when people are trying to lose weight, you could do a million diets Mm -hmm. and then that one just clicks, right? So it's, Mm -hmm. you have to be patient and you have to know, you know, even if you're the teacher, you're not going to get everybody. Everybody has a different thing that's going to click for them. That's why we're so individual. But um, yeah, I forget what we were just talking about now. Just how different people connect with different people, right? So you can hear the same lesson yeah. over and over. You're saying Kev gets mad at you. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah, so no vacations for you guys. Cool. Great. Awesome. Um, but oh, I was going to say, this is what I was going to say. The, the thing is, and that's why I think we love what we do here on Better Together so much and this gives us so much joy is because we do know how much it's affecting people and how much yep. it's helping people. And so you guys sharing these comments on Apple iTunes, 
I mean, Apple Podcasts literally is our payment. Like it's, it gives us so much life to hear how this show has impacted you, how it's helped you. Um, so please keep them coming. We do have a goal to make it to a thousand before the end of the year. So we've got a few days left. Um, and also share it with your friends, share it via social, email it out to people. Um, if it's impacting you, it hopefully will impact them as well. And we want to make our heel squad bigger, um, because, um, you know, we're better together. And if you haven't joined our Patreon, click the link tree on my Instagram at Maria Menounos or at better together with Maria and join us. We have some amazing healing events coming up. And like I said, we're going to do that, that, uh, um, healing event for the sick so that if you're in crisis, like we've been, um, you can have the same tools that I had. And that's my goal every day is to give you the access that I have and that I've amassed over the last 20 years in this business so that you can live a better life too. Um, and so that's that. If you like today's episode, let me give you a little recommendation. Uh, check out episode number 82 with our friend Susie Batiste, which we ran on my YouTube channel on July 15th of this year. She is amazing. I think that episode we said shit a lot for a reason. <laughs> for She's a reason. the creator uh-huh. of poopery. Yes. Um, and so and it's Maria's favorite word. And it's my favorite word. So <laughs> um, anyway, we're back again tomorrow live. Make sure you guys tune in. Same time, same place. We love you guys. We're grateful for you. We're grateful for our little family. If you want to follow us at Maria Menunos, at Better Together with Maria, at Tom Bilyeu, at Lisa Bilyeu, uh, at Jeffrey Crane Graham, at Kels Meyer too. We'll put those all in the summary too. And in the meantime, uh, be nice people, make good choices, and be present. And no vacations ever. Hey, Heal Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.